Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Heavy Wrestling Podcast. Today we have a full house. Zach, I'm Randy. That's Eddie. We got Clayton over there. And this time we're going to be arguing, and we're going to be arguing a lot. Actually, we might agree. I'm not sure. Clayton, why don't you run us through the idea that we're going to be talking about today? So on today's episode of Two Heavy Wrestling Podcast, one of the big four must be stricken from the annals of history forever. Royal Rumble, Annals. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. One must go. And when we say one must go, we don't mean moving forward. Any of the events that happened are now gone. Any of the debuts that happened at those events did not happen. Any since matches, did, any since everything. They, since they didn't happen, are we going to go ahead and say that person just does not exist? No, because we don't know how it would have played out if that didn't exist. But. Like if it was never an They event. would have just debuted somewhere else. Somewhere else time. at a different time. And it, whatever impact that particular event had for that particular year is just wiped. Gone. And you know what? Actually, the, the implications can be larger than that because storylines are built up to that show. And uh, like the stories are going to be completely different too, depending on what you take out. So... This is going to be pretty interesting. Is there anyone that wants to volunteer their opinion and go first? Sure. Ooh, I guess. Big Eddie. Beat me to the punch. It's Eddie. Big. That's what we call you. We used to call you Big Ed. When? You don't remember? No, I wasn't there. You weren't there. We back. Only 90s kids would understand, which means kid. I do understand. Born uh, in 1999. You were born in 1999. You're not a 90s kid. I was there. Absolute new episode idea. We're going to talk about, for the next 30 minutes, what makes a 90s kid. Um, well, I meet the criteria. I'm 6'5", 280. I'm fully tatted. Like, I meet all of the criteria. Uh, well, right. the first criteria of a 90s kid, because there's a pluralization on that, is that, being alive for more than one year of the 90s. Honestly, it was less than a year if you were born in 99. Yeah, were you born Unless on New Year's were... Day or yeah. after? He sure was born after. Recording? I was born on... Are we recording? Not. We sure are. <laughs> we should know, dude. Okay. okay. Zach, that's a good point. Eddie, why don't you go ahead and kick off the... Uh... I'm going to cut all that out and start here. No. Uh, maybe... You know what? Maybe cut it, but still TikTok it or something. Okay. Don't we're on, cut we're on. it and like, let's just keep Tick- it. Is this how TikTok works? TikTok.com slash too heavy. Let's just... Yeah. Uh, oh my God. We're also, so old. Speaking of TikTok... <laughs> Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Make sure to tune into the podcast each and every week on Spotify and Apple Music. Now, yeah, go let's ahead. dive in to what I would kick out, which I feel like is honestly the easiest choice, which we've talked about. And I'm sticking to it, and I would kick out SummerSlam. To be honest, let me explain a little bit. For me... It there's a lot of significance behind the matches, and it's not like SummerSlam does not have good matches. It's a big four pay-per-view. Of course, they're going to have good matches. The Royal Rumble is one of those matches where the significance of the winner going to WrestleMania and earning a world title match, that means a lot more than any match that is happening at SummerSlam. At Survivor Series, I feel like the only version of brand supremacy that we still get happens at SummerSlam, and it feels like that's going to happen again this year a little bit from what Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce are doing on TV. I'm a big fan of that personally. WrestleMania, where all the biggest matches of the year happen, and then SummerSlam, big matches happen for build-up to the next Big Four pay-per-view, or even further from that. That's what happened with Daniel Bryan. I think that match happened at SummerSlam where that setup for WrestleMania happened there. Um, but for me, just growing up, I was much more into, hey, Royal Rumble's right around the corner, uh, Survivor Series right around the corner, WrestleMania. I never felt the same way about SummerSlam. I would watch SummerSlam, but I never felt the eagerness and excitement to watch it like I would with the Royal Rumble or Survivor Series or WrestleMania. Those three reign supreme in my opinion. Well, I was going to give you just some ancillary information about the matches that will now be lost from SummerSlam. 
Good Party one. Boys versus Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian TLC one. Now get a better one at WrestleMania the next year. Daniel Bryan versus John Cena for the WWE <laughs> Championship. Eh, he'll win the title at WrestleMania again. No worries. Hitman Hart versus Owen Hart in a steel cage match. I know you don't care about that match. It's not about what I care about. I'm just say you do. I got a pretty good version of that match at the WrestleMania previously. John Cena versus AJ Styles. I'll see like 12 more of those sometime. Banger. So let me ask you this. Perusing that. Last what? one I got for you. CM Punk versus John Cena for the WWE Championship during the summer of Punk. Uh, Money in the Bank was more significant to that. So, so Eddie, what do you think it is about SummerSlam that makes it a big four pay-per-view? I think the matches are still bigger than every other pay-per-view that there is. I think with kind of for Punk, for example, Money in the Bank was significant because his contract was actually coming up and there were news articles about it. And it made sense to make that bigger in that sense. But unifying the titles after he returned, literally the next night, which, way to milk that, Vince. Uh, but there's like there's still big matches, I think, for a company of that nature, you have to figure out ways of marketing which matches or which pay-per-views will bring the best matches, and you have to scatter it throughout the year. Like, you can't just have Royal Rumble. For example, if they used Elimination Chamber, which they kind of did for a while as uh, one of their top pay-per-views, not a big four, but one of their top pay-per-views, uh, they kind of done the same with Money in the Bank where they try to make it one of their top pay-per-views. And honestly, I like watching Money in the Bank more than uh SummerSlam anyways. Now for the wrestling alone, SummerSlam is a good pay-per-view to watch because they have fantastic matches, but I'm more of the guy where it's like, oh, I like watching like the best matches possible, that being at WrestleMania. If I'm gonna make it the second best singles matches of the year at SummerSlam, uh, I like watching well of obviously seeing more wrestlers do something the better. So Money in the Bank is awesome. Uh Survivor Series is awesome. And then what they did with the Royal Rumble, of course, did I already say that? Did I already say the Royal Rumble? But watching as many people in one place as possible or wrestlers that don't get to do as much or don't get the TV time like a Gunther will get or an LA Knight will get and may reign supreme, that's even better to me. Where I feel like SummerSlam, you get the best singles wrestlers, but you don't get to see the other guys necessarily like you would get to see at Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, so on and so forth. I have a couple of points to add. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my big thing with SummerSlam, and it's not my answer to this question, but SummerSlam always has felt or is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, but it's also the first big four after WrestleMania. So my biggest thing was always that I felt like Survivor Series and SummerSlam should switch places in terms of time. That way there's more gap in between two of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. And I think that's why SummerSlam has fallen short, at least to me it has over the last, I don't know, at least five years at this point it's fallen short. Um, just because I don't think they let stories play out enough to have as big of a SummerSlam as they used to, you know, pre five years ago. I'm just not sure how I would feel about an event called SummerSlam in November. Not that I want it to be in November. I'm saying <laughs> I wish the gap in time was that much Got longer. It. I, uh, I think for me, summer, I mean, SummerSlam is not a bad choice, but it's not my choice. Um, the question I have for you though, Eddie, as the person eliminating SummerSlam is what, what, so there's a there's a position open. There is a fourth slot in the big four that needs to be filled. What pay-per-view is taking that spot if SummerSlam is completely gone? Historically. Historically. Bragging rights? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I would say if we're going based off my criteria, which is I like seeing someone win a big match to obtain a title shot. Yeah. Or I like to see that title shot take place where I could see something like if you win Money in the Bank, 
or honestly, uh, yeah, Money in the Bank. Uh, if you win Money in the Bank, you get a title match at SummerSlam. I think that would make a little more sense. It's not Royal Rumble where you're like watching the big star get it. You're watching mid-card guys fight for it, which like I loved this past one because it was all mid-card guys at the time. LA Knight has since risen even further. Yeah. Damian Priest stock has only gone up. Yeah, it uh, elevated a lot of people this year. Yeah, so I think that would make the most logical sense for me. Money in the bank. Yeah, absolutely. I think me too. I replace it with. I've actually argued in the past that we should just be calling it a big five. Money in the bank should just be the fifth one. I would. Agree. I only don't say that because I wish Money in the Bank was still a part of WrestleMania, but that's. I do too, especially now that they're splitting it up into two nights. Yeah. Sense to. But if they're not going to do that, then Money in the Bank is the fifth big. Hundred percent, just with the uh, ramifications coming out of that. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I agree with a lot of what you guys have said about SummerSlam. It's not my pick, um, but I'm not necessarily mad at that pick. To Zach's point, um, it's just too close to WrestleMania. It's just whatever, like whatever half-baked idea is coming out of the raw after mania you basically get to that first ple you're not going to resolve and then you get to SummerSlam, and then people go on to other programs um stories need a little bit more time in the microwave if you're not continuing something from wrestlemania i just don't think they utilize SummerSlam correctly with how they do it because of how close together they are because they try to shoehorn in like good storylines between Mania and SummerSlam, and it's only what three months, like three or four months, depending on the year. To me, what SummerSlam always should have been is what Royal Rumble is, which is kind of like the start of this. Like, whenever you hit Royal Rumble season or the road to WrestleMania, if you will, it feels like that's almost the entire year's set up. I feel like if you were to do this, because they do season premieres, right? We just saw the season premiere of Raw and SmackDown last year, the week. Um, it feels like these seasons should be starting at SummerSlam. SummerSlam should arguably be almost nothing like WrestleMania from right before it, because it should be, it should be starting all of the weeds that eventually become WrestleMania the next year. Yeah, at least that's how I think they should be doing. Me personally, I would also say I hate SummerSlam as a name. I mean, if you know, I mean, it was probably very creative when it was named in yeah, the biggest party of the summer. Yeah, was SummerSlam '88 the first one? When was uh, the first? '87 was the first one. Yeah, but you can take the biggest party of the summer moniker and throw that on. Oh, I don't know, the Great American Bash. Or we could get great balls of fire. That no. Was- <laughs> no. Hey, we got that back for a few years. It was 88. That was- Shut up, Eddie. It was 88? It was, yeah. Survivor was Series was 87. Survivor, yeah. Um, Clayton, Clayton, what is your pick? Yeah, Clayton, you want to go next? I think you guys should wait for mine. Oh, I know what he's... <laughs> Wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Clayton's going to come in with his... Uh, John Michaels is the worst it's not superstar of all time. Never said that. <laughs> He's not uh, the greatest of all time. Zach, do you want to go then? Yeah, I can. Um, like I said, my pick's not SummerSlam, uh, but it is Survivor Series for me. Um, WrestleMania, of course, being the show it is, it's the biggest show of the year. Royal Rumble has the biggest... It's the biggest show to me in my heart. I will always have the biggest attachment to Royal Rumbles. Um, It's my favorite match type. It is uh, overall my favorite time of year. Again, like Randy said, it starts all the culminating storyline feuds to WrestleMania. Um, But Survivor Series for me, and if you would have asked me this like 10 years ago, I might have been in Eddie's boat where I say SummerSlam. But Survivor Series without as big of a brand split as there used to be doesn't make nearly as much sense as it used to. Now, when they brought NXT in for the 2019 one, um, that brought a little bit more into the mix. 
but as a Raw versus SmackDown culminating pay-per-view, it hasn't felt the same since the early 2010s to me. Yeah, because it wasn't even always originally that. It wasn't always originally brand versus brand. Two people needed wrestling represent. Right. Something like that. And it just, the stories haven't felt there to me um, either. Um, I always liked it more when it was the brand versus brand thing because whenever they actually stuck to a draft and stuck to a brand split and you actually got to see the people that you only seen on SmackDown or only seen on Raw finally jump over and invade, uh, it was one of the more exciting times of the year. But now, like, we are coming up to Survivor Series this year, and now that we officially have GMs again, it is getting more interesting. But in my opinion, it's just we got to get something more. And maybe this is the start of it. Um, Triple H is fully in creative now. But I really want to see where this goes because I want it to be how it used to be. Well, and here's the thing, though. Without Survivor Series, you don't have the conceptual idea behind one of the great um like favors that another wrestler did for if you don't have survivor series nia Jax doesn't launch becky lynch's career you know what i mean yes, others. i'm gonna give you something more concrete to go off of zach yes that's um, factual she shoot punched her in the nose and made becky the man nia Jax, every everyone who likes becky lynch thank nia jackson she says you're welcome um, the three, I think most important matches that would be lost with the reduction of survivor series for the history of wrestling, the Montreal screw job, Austin Hart double turn. And it pains me to say this, the 2002 elimination chamber world heavyweight championship match. Right. You don't get that. You also don't get the rocks debut debuted at survivor series. You don't get Kane's debut. You don't get The Undertaker's debut. You don't get The Shield's debut. You don't get Kurt Angle's debut. You don't we get don't get the debuts. death of the American badass back to the best gimmick ever in wrestling, yeah. The Dead the Man. The entire Survivor Series 2003 is one of my pa- favorite pay-per-views of all time because I always talk about my first WrestleMania. My first WrestleMania was WrestleMania 20. My first pay-per-view was Survivor Series 2003. And that was the first stretch of wrestling that I watched was from Survivor Series through WrestleMania 20 to see all of that take place where uh, Kane beats Shane McMahon in an ambulance match and then returns during the Vince Buried Alive match and betrays his brother and sets up the entire return of the dead man. Well, and that's what I'm saying. You're answering my question for me is that it's it's more the if you would have asked me over 10 years ago, it, I wouldn't have this as my answer. Right. And you guys are all talking about early 2000s and a good 80s and 90s. You know, I wouldn't have had the same answer. It's more just everything past 2010 basically is where I'm going. Well, you at. can't split your answer in half. It has to be one answer. It's Survivor Series. Yeah, he. I mean, he... Ten years is so, ten years out of thirty. Of ten rather, years of Royal Rumble, but you'd rather get rid of thirty years of Survivor Series because of ten years of well. Survivor I'm, Series. I'm taking these last ten years of the Survivor Series, and also the last ten years of SummerSlam and Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I'm still picking Survivor Series. So you're throwing away Kane's debut for the past ten years of Survivor Series. I just want to make sure we're getting that clear. Uh, also, but again, when we, angles, talk about this, though, when we talk about this, though, it's not necessarily saying that these people wouldn't have debuted. Yeah, that was one of the things we brought up earlier. They just would have debuted late. Like it just we we can't concretely say that it would have the same impact. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Right. It's the butterfly effect. Lit. If you would have eliminated Survivor Series, would this have ever happened? But same thing with SummerSlam. Anyone who had a, anyone who won. That's the thing, because I. If I remember correctly, and someone's going to fact check me later and tell me I'm wrong, I believe more big titles have changed at SummerSlam than at Survivor Series. So I would argue 
that there's a lot of people who, if they don't win the title at SummerSlam, they might not win it either ever or way longer down the line after their win at SummerSlam. Versus if they don't debut at Survivor Series, they just debut Raw the next week or whatever the next PLE is. So You know what I mean? Like, debuts are important, but they're not as important as title wins, especially if it's your first one. I will say. Title wins are dramatic character shifts. Like... Correct. SummerSlam so comparatively to Survivor Series, um, not to be unfair to you, Eddie, first, but I feel like with Survivor Series not being there, the Montreal Screwjob and the Austin Hart double turn is like actually going to affect yeah, wrestling history. That does affect it probably more, but I, I don't... That's I do tough. want to ask Zach a question. Does Sting appearing on WWE television for the first time in the past 10 years hold any value to you? It does, and that's the only that's the only thing that happened at Survivor Series in the last 10 years. Yo, you're crazy, by the way, for that it. take. Hot take alert. Where's my bell? Ooh, me? No. Did I look you in your... You did. You looked me right in my eyes and said that was a hot take. Your beautiful like I said orange something. eyes. Orange? I'm colorblind, by the way. Oh, now if my Randy's been making fun of people's disabilities this week. That happened yeah. in the last ten years. Power move. Then so be it. But then to me, it doesn't mean as much if I'm forgetting it. Um, Sting in yeah. the back was in the back of my head whenever I made that decision. But so to your point with that, you're right. If we did miss out SummerSlam, Honky Tonk Man's record would have been longer. I do want to point Gunther that out. Gunther still would have broken the it. Best intercontinental title reign of all time don't at me uh second now nope still the best still the best you when you have a move like shake rattle and roll which is literally just a slow neck breaker you look me in my eyes right now and tell me the honky tonk man would get a four-star match out of bronson reed you look me in my eyes and tell me that Honky tonk man would get a four-star match out of bronson reed because bronson reed would carry the match you're his on toes crack. were liter- No, his, Reed would kill the honky tonk man. His toes were literally crossed. He couldn't say it with a. Sh- <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. He he <laughs> like. Show you guys. No. Uh, he like like subconsciously was crossing his toes because he knew he was but lying. I do think that Bronson could carry a person as the honky tonk man. I'm looking. Hey, toes not crossed. Toes spread even. Yeah. Okay, so we have. This is why I like the question. Toes cramping, though, I mean, toes cramping even. <laughs> there's not a right or wrong. There's answer. not a right or wrong answer because it's based on everybody's watchability of the product. Oh, there's a wrong answer, there's... and it's your guys' job to tell us what the wrong answer is in the comments below. Oh, don't uh, don't right. worry, guys. They're they're gonna come for me. Because Clayton really wants to know your opinion because he really cares, and will change his opinion if you guys tell him to. No, yeah. I'm my own man. I'm not a shill. So, Randy. Yeah. What is yours? So this is tough because everyone know I've been very emphatic and vocal about the fact that uh Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view, favorite match. Um Nothing. I'm waiting for you to give an answer. So it's between it for me it is between Survivor Series and SummerSlam. Oh my god. Popped. And started fizzing out. That really got me. It's between Is Survivor that what Series and SummerSlam. Sounded like? Because <laughs> I think it's going to be... I'm going to say Survivor Series 2, and here's why. Um, I'm waiting. I think that almost everything that happens at Survivor Series could happen at a different pay-per-view, and you wouldn't really this. There's depending on the decade you're in, Survivor Series and SummerSlam flip flop on which one's more important. Um, so that's why it's such a tough answer because historically, knowing that, um, uh, like Stone Cold and Eric Bischoff aren't going to have their Survivor Series match where Stone Cold job after Shawn Michaels almost single handedly defeated everyone on that team. Like that's really upsetting to me. Um. But also, if I pick SummerSlam, we wouldn't have the Triple H turning on Daniel Bryan and just handing Randy Orton the belt. That was cool. So I, it's tough for me, but I think I'm going to pick Survivor Series because almost anything that happens in Survivor Series could happen somewhere else on another big three, even, like on the other big four. Rather, those things could happen anywhere else, and it would be 
just as important. The traditional five on five or four on four at one point uh, Survivor Series match, you could just do that anywhere else. And that's, it's, it's ironic to say that because SummerSlam doesn't even have that, but the entire thing about being the biggest party of the summer or whatever. Like, I feel like if SummerSlam didn't go away, you could just fix it and make it better. You can't really do that with Survivor Series because even if you go to this like brand warfare, we literally had bragging rights. You could just, you can get that fix of brand supremacy elsewhere. You could even do it at Mania. Um, and have like a raw night and a SmackDown night or something like back and forth. I think, I think survivor series is just plainly the more like the easily more replaceable one. I like that thoughts, questions, concerns, thorough. Could you not do the same thing with SummerSlam though? You could, here's the deal. You could do that with any of them. You could do that with WrestleMania. You could do that with Royal Rumble. Rumble would be the hardest because of the Royal Rumble match, but WrestleMania, barring the three to six, I don't know, however many years it had the Money in the Bank ladder match, it didn't have a special match. Like, you could, I mean, honestly, WWE already did that, making it its own pay-per-view. Um, so you that argument, yes, you could apply it to any pay-per-view premium live event. But I think Survivor Series is the easiest one to just take that match or storyline and pluck it at at the Rumble or push it forward to the previous Mania. Well, it, it's just funny because like Survivor Series matches, like you said, whether they're four v four or five v five, you have you have those matches on any other day, and they're just four v four or five v five matches. But like for other pay per views that have match titles in the name, like Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber. Which they're trying to get away from. Right. And I mean, I understand that, but it's just like moving Survivor Series, if you're talking about it from a match sense away, makes sense, but they're not going to call it a Survivor Series match if they just have a 4v4 or 5v5. Here's the thing. Honestly, if they just... Because what would probably happen is if you take away the Survivor Series pay-per-view, because at the time when Survivor Series came out, it was not um, Elimination Chamber or Money in the Bank. They didn't do these Hell in a Cell or Elimination Chamber. Like, they didn't do pay-per-view matches are the pay-per-view names. It was SummerSlam, Survivor Series, In Your House. Backlash. Um, yeah, Backlash, Vengeance. Judgment Day, Armageddon, Vengeance. Like, you have all these, like, cool themes for a pay-per-view. I guarantee you in a, an alternate timeline very close to ours Survivor Series is not a um Survivor Series is not a pay-per-view Survivor Series is the name that they use anytime you do a 4v4 or 5v5 elimination style match and you could do it at any pay-per-view just like war games it would essentially be war games cuz instead of having NXT war games or when WCW was doing it or they Survivor would just Survivor Series war games. Yeah, like you like you wouldn't you could do it at any time of the year and you could use kind of like what they should be doing with like Hell in a Cell, you save it for when it's special and honestly WWE would be uh utilizing that probably a lot right now with all these factions. You would, you would be, it would be this summer, we're going to have a Survivor Series match. That would just be the name of the match instead of the name of the pay-per-view. You can't do that with SummerSlam. You can't do that with Royal Rumble. I mean, that's the name of the match. You can't, because of the specific stipulations, A, it has to happen when it happens, and B, it has to, like, you can't just do that at any time. It's not a storyline match. It's a marquee match. I, well... Royal Rumble happened on SmackDown one time. That's why Eddie Guerrero won a WWE title. Uh, I feel like that loses the significance of the match completely. Because it's not like, like with Faction Warfare, yes, it makes sense to do it. I'm not saying your point's like invalid in any mm-hmm. way. Like it makes sense. But like the significance of like, hey, let's have a Survivor Series match. Another month later, hey, this these two factions are 
doing whatever. Let's have a Survivor Series match. I feel like it just loses the significance and where you can actually look forward to something with like the Judgment Day, for example, coming up. Like this is something they could really thrive off of. At the same time, this is if they don't do the brand versus brand aspect of everything. Uh, even if they should still do something regardless with a certain faction i don't know what faction they would go against but like with the faction warfare just having a survivor series match whenever you want i feel like just loses significance and just makes the match irrelevant overall like so it would but the thing is that's not a problem with the match that's a problem with the booker that's a problem with the writing you could here's the thing hell in a cell when it first happened, it wasn't happening yearly even. It was once every other year. Like, like Hell in a Cell was spaced so far apart because of the significance of it and because of how it happened. You book Survivor Series match, you book that alternate reality Survivor Series match the same way, where you would, you would talk about it, even, even the same way we talk about the pay-per-view where you say Survivor Series 97 – you're not talking about the pay-per-view. I would be talking about the, I would like, like TLC two, right? Like how we talk. That's how we would be talking about it. If you booked it correctly and spaced it out enough, I would say, dude, remember survivor series 2002 at serve at SummerSlam. Like if you booked it correctly, that's what would happen. Just like any other match. If you book it incorrectly or you do it too often, then it's going to lose its significance. I would say that's a Booker's problem, not a match problem. That wouldn't happen. I I just feel like that's something where you can't... I mean, they did something just as cool with TLC. They ruined it. They ruined the significance of the match by making it a pay-per-view. Like, Money in the Bank, they haven't done that. Honestly, I feel Elimination Chamber's significance has been lost since they made that... It's oh thing. yeah, hundred percent. I agree. So Elimination like, Chamber was always the coolest because it happened like every other year, and it was a brand exclusive thing, which was pretty cool because like you always got to see it on Raw when Eric Bischoff was running the show. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, John Cena's going to be defending, has to, yeah, like that type of deal. And now, where we're kind of going in a direction where it's like, oh great, we're gonna see a another great. Elimination Chamber match that has freaking Nikki Cross in it for some reason. They just bring Nikki Cross out of the woods just to put her in the match, yeah. just to put another body in there to lose. Or like how they did it with like the Riot Squad or whatever when that was going on, where like we know they're all going to get pinned. Like, well, I mean, and here's the thing too. Theoretically, in this alternate timeline I talked about where the Survivor Series match is a match instead of a pay-per-view, it probably comes first full circle and eats its own tail and becomes a pay-per-view anyway. The same way that TLC and Elimination Chamber and like like if 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 Survivor Series the match was still invented and started in 88 and then was only used like in 88 and 91 and 92 and 95 and it was used sparingly eventually just like Hell in a Cell, just like Elimination Chamber, just like Money in the Bank that timeline probably circles back around to having a Survivor Series pay-per-view called Survivor Series because of it. But I could also be hopping in your time machine and seeing a pay-per-view called Championship Scramble or, like, something like that. Taboo oh, Tuesday. N- Night of Champions. Yo, uh, Championship Scramble also wasn't a bad idea. It was just very poorly executed. Well, All right. that's my answer. Clayton, be controversial and say it with your full chest. Some chutzpah behind that, Clayton. Before I say this... Please understand, it's a multi-layered question. Or not a multi-layered question, a multi-layered answer. Oh. I'm just getting in my zen mode real quick. I'm rolling my eyes and you could probably hear it. Relax. Relax. Eyes are closed, ready for an answer. The WWE right now? Yeah. WrestleMania. See, I don't like right now. I don't like that answer right now. Well, let me, can I finish my answer? Can I let you finish yours? Uh, All right, go ahead, Clayton. Eddie Mm. will be quiet. The WWE right now, WrestleMania. The reason being 
WrestleMania is to be the championship match, the championship card the championship. for wrestling. For the average fan, the cost to attend WrestleMania now is so exorbitantly high, a lot of the average fan is priced out of going to WrestleMania without planning several years in advance. Like, it's just not... Oh, yeah, every time... I think once a year, all of us are like, dude, we should go to Mania, and the last time was like... I think we talked about going to WrestleMania 40 last year, and we're still like, probably not going to happen. It's just... It's it's such a cost sink to be a fan, to go to the championship game. It's not accessible. To give you an example from sports... I could have went to the Stanley Cup playoffs, the final, when the Blues were playing the Bruins, home ice, at center ice, for $1,000 for one game. To do just WrestleMania night one, night two, hotel accommodations, no Hall of Fame, yeah, no Raw after Mania, just the two WrestleMania nights, it's almost a $10,000 ticket. Yeah, that that is. You gotta hope that it's in your hometown to eliminate at least some of that. But honestly, the hotel's the cheapest part of what you described, anyway. So I don't I don't find it to be very accessible to the average fan. Is it something that I hope to do, want to do in my life? Yeah, but it's like a zero to twenty year goal from now. My second issue with WrestleMania or WWE now is that it's supposed to be this championship card for the business. Under no circumstances can there be a bad WrestleMania. Yeah, the expectations are just too high. The expectations, the production value, the amount of value that's spent into booking the matches in the story... You cannot have a bad WrestleMania card. If there is, if you have a full 12-month run, WrestleMania can be the only card that's not bad. And for, for me, about a four- to six-year stretch, WrestleMania was objectively bad. What, like 31 to 36? Yeah, like just objectively bad. Yeah, I can find a match or two that I enjoyed on the card, but the comprehensive card, bad. Like, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice, why is that a WrestleMania match? So, I'll ask this question. It's in two parts. One, if you take away WrestleMania, does another pay-per-view replace that level of importance? Like, does a different pay-per-view become the championship pay-per-view? That's your second question before I answer that. The second question is, does you eliminating WrestleMania not matter because that new championship pay-per-view potentially gets to the same price levels anyway? No. And also no on the re- something replacing WrestleMania. I think that if you take WrestleMania out of the line, I believe that everything that has happened from WrestleMania 1 to WrestleMania 39 could happen at a different PLE if the other PLEs were even given a fraction of the production value. So you think you would just take the important things and the level of importance of WrestleMania and just spread it throughout the year? Yes, to enhance all the other PLEs. It can't be the biggest, so best no thing. no more one mega show. It's just all shows are important. All shows point. are important. Their overall um, importance to the story that we've been telling throughout the year. I say we. The WWE has been yeah. telling throughout the year, I feel like, can be enhanced. So then what happened? So you've eliminated WrestleMania. That means there's the Royal Rumble. What does the winner of the Royal Rumble get? In that alternate universe... Either the Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank doesn't exist because they they achieve the same thing now, right? Unless it was just for the title at that point. Now the match for the title, it's a match for the title within a year. Done before, so I, dude, I would hate that. I would hate it. I the the two, two or three, 
two for sure. I don't know if there was a third. The two times that the rumble was was for the title, I didn't hate those because they were individualistic and the storyline made sense for it at the time. But if you did that every year, that would just be so incredibly unfair to the champion every year. Like, like you would not you would not believably have Roman Reigns title run right now because we would have to believe that he won three Royal Rumbles in a row. Not ne- not necessarily in that alternate universe. The winner of the Rumble getting that shot. Oh, I mean specifically the version where the Rumble is for the title. Ro- Ro- in in order for us to have Roman's title run right now, he would have to win three or four Rumbles consecutively just to be where he's at right now that's not believable no in in that alternate timeline i don't unless there was a, a logical storyline reason you wouldn't have the title defended at okay. the rumble yeah so then what does the rumble winner get the rumble winner still gets a title shot at a future ple of their choosing or that i just means money in the bank's gone that's why i said either one or the yeah. other would have to go yeah. or even if a wrestler's body could support it the Royal Rumble match, very first match. That winner oh, okay. gets a title shot in the main event later that at, night. At the end of the night. Dude, that would I think that would have hit WrestleMania numbers. If you did that, I think that would hit your and then here's the thing too. The evolution of that would be you would still have a night one and night two where the winner of the Rumble and night one is in the main event of night two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I could see that evolution happening too. We're just making a multiverse of madness here because we could just say that the Royal Rumble gets eliminated. It goes into WrestleMania, and what you just said, the Royal Rumble happens night one, and the winner faces the champion in night two. you've been silent long enough. Go off, Queen. Bro, your universe sucks. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yo, no. So, first off, money is a factor. Sure, whatever. I... The significance of the titles. Also, I love the excuse uh, in this for this time frame of this this like five. Well, hold on. I I am going to ask him about that, but you say what you're going to say. Yeah, you you finish. Oh, that's such a hot take. Like, let's eliminate all this history because uh, these past five to ten years haven't been too good. I agree that that takes so much. It's crazy. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not basing it off the past five to ten years. I'm talking about for the history of WrestleMania from 1 to 39, you can take every single thing that happened at WrestleMania and flesh it out to a different PLE. That is, for, to me, that is not true in reverse for anything that happened at SummerSlam, Survivor Series, or Royal Rumble. Yo, another crazy take. Didn't it, Also, did your answer just change? Because I felt like I heard 31 to 39 earlier, and now I'm hearing 1 to 39. No, know. that was those were two different questions. He he specifically said a stretch of six or seven bad WrestleManias, and I said, oh, 31 through thirty six. I just it's just like the the Royal Rumble thing being in WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know if a wrestler's body could even take that, but uh, you know there are some crazy people like Ric Flair who exist in the world, and there are crazy people like Daniel Bryan who exist in the world who would probably be able to pull that off. I don't think it's worth it to do it per like the limits that you'd be pushing someone i mean there are people that go anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour in the rumble and then have a match on raw on monday it's not which is still absolutely absurd doing that i think gunther had a match the raw after rumble gunther's body is crazy too like i don't know how that man works but there are a lot of people whose body does not work like that who Mm -hmm. have been rumble winner like you could not see just an example, you cannot see like a Yokozuna doing that crap in like the yeah. exact same night. No. No, but that's so here's the thing about specifically what you're saying about anything that happens WrestleMania 1 through 3. You could put it at any other pay-per-view and it happens. The only problem with that is around WrestleMania 1 there aren't other pay-per-views. That's the only one like you like you would have to start at that point. It's just whatever they decided to name it instead of WrestleMania. The first time they did a pay-per-view, that's our WrestleMania now. And it still exists. WrestleMania is one through four. 
for that was example, the only pay-per-views that year, I think. Uh, I think so they, there were probably some like after your WrestleMania houses. Four Survivor Series. Then, yeah, like like they're just they're the the only issue that I have with what you're saying because I do I agree with the principle of it. The things that happen at WrestleMania can happen somewhere else and be just doesn't just, fit for just that a, one yeah, through four just, time range. It's just specifically at the beginning you can't do that because there weren't other pay-per-views that exist. Dude, dude, in your house. Yeah, in your house, but we don't even have in your house anymore. That's how little people cared about that. Actually, that's not true. People loved in your house at the time, but it wasn't in your house wasn't necessarily even always a pay-per-view because in your house was in your house colon shotgun Saturday night or whatever. Like it was like it was just other things. That's the, any pay-per-view that wasn't one of the core four, it'd be in your house something. That, yeah. yeah. It was just in your house. The, the judgment day. Can I give the other part of my answer? Oh, yeah, there is another part. Pre Thunderdome. So, of course, pre pandemic. Yeah. I would say specifically that you could kill the other three of the big four and just have WrestleMania as the big one. Yeah. Because of all the different gimmick pay-per-views. You get them out of your system. You, you change the names for those. And then WrestleMania, the big one, is your gimmick card. Yeah. That's where Money in the Bank should... Money in the Bank or Royal Rumble, whichever. That's why I miss the Bad Blood Vengeance era. Because when we didn't have the gimmick pay-per-views, it didn't be significant. Like... The significance of every other major pay-per-view didn't go down. It didn't devalue them. Right. Yeah. Um, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that, I love that truck. The Armageddon six-man Hell in a Cell is the original. Is my favorite Hell in a Cell of all time. I don't need to see a Hell in a Cell card where the Hell in a Cell is above the ring for three of the matches and then is used for the other four matches. That... That doesn't work for me. Same thing with Chamber. Chamber, like, WrestleMania could be your gimmick card. You can still do the two nights. You can get all your super five-star feud blow-off matches at WrestleMania. Don't have the other three of the big four, and you just have your different monthly PLEs. Doesn't that make WrestleMania more valuable? Therefore, would be more expensive? It's a business, man. Like it, so you're just saying it's a double edged sword, though, because like if you do make WrestleMania the one big show again, then yes, it is going to make it that much more valuable to go, which then would raise the price again. Mm -hmm. But it's because the fan in you wants to see WrestleMania be that big show. Mm -hmm. That's but, why. That's why I'm giving a, a multi layered yeah. answer about WrestleMania because yeah. I'm not. I love being controversial factually. Yeah, but. There's no way you can discount WrestleMania's significance, but I think there are different things that you could do, particularly as it pertains to WrestleMania. And the reason why I said earlier, Eddie, WWE right now, because Hunter, Triple H, I don't know why I'm saying Hunter, like I know him on a first name basis. Yeah. Paul, me and Paul. Triple H has hit a stride with storytelling, character building, all of it. You don't need WrestleMania to enhance that. But at the same time, from what I understand, is over the past so often, Vince has tried to grab the reins on the... Honestly, no pun intended there. Grab the reins. <laughs> uh, grab the Roman. Nice. Uh, but... He's been trying to grab the reins, so we haven't gotten to see a real Triple H WrestleMania, in my opinion. I think 40 will be the first I think 40 will be the first one. First completely unadulterated, no Correct. watching in. Does with I want to say another thing, honestly, to kind of back up your point with that Thunderdome crap. Um, you can't tell me you can't have a good match not in front of other people, because we've seen Mankind and The Rock have a empty arena match before, yeah. and they killed that shit and the facts that we could not get a five-star match hell even like a four and a half star match in that freaking 
dimmodome they have, man. Like, you ready? Dude, it had a, it had a, uh, that WrestleMania had like a Marvel like post credit scene match where after, uh, is Drew beat Brock and then Big Show came out. Yeah. A big Show too, like in a dark match that they televised later. Like it was just weird overall. Like, and- you ready for a blistering hot take? Blister. Not to interrupt you. Blister, yeah. As it pertains to the Thunderdome, that rooftop money in the bank ladder match is better than anything they did oh, in the Thunderdome. That is the best beginning to end. And that's yeah. in counting like Roman figuring out his character, all that. That rooftop money in the bank 100%. ladder match, whoever produced it, whoever edited it, they should have done that for every Thunderdome yeah. match. Yeah, and it was, the best part was that, that, that Otis won. That was, that was the, the issue. Part. They were still just like any wrestling promotion. They were trying to make it seem like everybody was still there and act like everything was still normal when they could have made it a very cinematic thing. Stone you know? Cold pausing for what's during his promo. Right. I will never forget. Pause. What's that didn't happen? Yeah. God. All right. Well, any other points about WrestleMania? Did you see what I thought your opinion was going to be? Yeah. I texted you. I thought I thought that was your overall point, but yes, I saw that. Oh, I thought that's what you were gonna say just to make us mad. No, no, I'm not out to make anybody mad. I I do think out my things before I say it. Okay. You do not but mean I thought, to make him mad by I saying thought, Shawn Michaels. I thought Clayton was gonna say Shawn Michaels is not the greatest of all time. Fight me. I mean, that's true. I'm not arguing. <laughs> like, that. fight me. Like, um, I don't think that was your point. Though, I thought you know? I thought Clayton was gonna say we have money in the bank. We just don't need the Royal Rumble anymore, and that was gonna set we don't ever because, and it's gonna make me upset because it's true i've argued that the money in the bank match is actually a better prize than the royal rumble match because you could just make your money in the bank cash in the wrestlemania main event you actually get more yeah you get more control by winning money in the bank and you have to fight less people for it like they need when they made money in the bank Great concept, great idea. I still love it. I feel like they forgot about the Royal Rumble when they ideated it and when they brought it to life. Because, honestly, and even even the way that WWE talks about Rumble winners versus Money in the Bank winners, like, WWE still presents Rumble as more important because you have to fight more people and because it's tradition and we have all these statistics. But at the end of the day, if I if I if if I'm if wrestling's real and I'm a wrestler, yeah, I know, controversial statement. If if wrestling's real and I'm a wrestler and you're like, which match would you rather win? I'm just gonna say I would rather win money in the bank because I could make my prize what the rumble winner gets, and I didn't have to fight as many people. Well, and and I point. didn't spend as much time in the ring either. And to your point, WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble is only talked about from January till Mania and maybe the month or two after because they still say the winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, where the Money in Bank has that title for a whole year. So they get to be known as that title for the whole year. And carry their they, belt that's not know, a belt. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then they can do it when and wherever they want. Yeah, but I that's could. To, that's to Clayton's point too, though. If WrestleMania wasn't there, you know, Rumble wouldn't be there either. Well, Money you, in the Bank you, could. You could even force your way into the main event of WrestleMania before WrestleMania by just cashing in on Friday, winning the belt, and now you have to be in the main event, or the belt just isn't in the main event. Like there are multiple ways to force yourself into the main event of WrestleMania when you're when you have Money in the Bank. You don't have to do it the way Seth Rollins did it. You could do it. You could cash in. Um, like RVD style, and be like, I'm gonna fight him at this night. Like, yeah, it's it's November, but I'm like, just take this briefcase now. I'm in the main event of WrestleMania. I'm cashing it in. Hey, buddy, Go. look how how that worked for the goat. Yeah, right. Honestly, honestly, hey man, uh, not not much you can do about a 500 pound man dropping an elbow on your neck when you're trying to win a belt. Yeah, but that that th- that's my point is that I. I do love both of these matches, but one objectively is, well, I'm not going to say that 
one has a better prize than the other and given the effort required to win either of the matches it's backwards in my opinion i think it's i think the prizes are backwards make this a whole nother episode honestly. i can i'm gonna I'm a throw a question to the panel and i'll give you my answer after asking okay. the question yeah so we all with the exception of survivor series had a different answer for one of the big four to be eliminated right with the big four as it currently is reorganize their placement in the year calendar because for me the season premieres of raw and smackdown should be the same week as wrestlemania post like the okay. raw the raw after mania should be the season premiere for raw Yes. Uh, The SmackDown after Mania should be the season premiere for SmackDown because effectively, with how it's structured right now, WrestleMania is a birth of the next year in wrestling. Me, personally, I want WrestleMania at the end of the year. That way, the beginning of the year is the new season. It just runs. Yeah, so for me, I would have WrestleMania at the end of the year SummerSlam stays where it is. And honestly, I would flip Royal Rumble and Survivor Series. So Survivor Series is now at the beginning of the year. Runs into uh, SummerSlam. Like, yeah, you'd have to space it out a little bit more because you're not going to put SummerSlam in April. You could put it in like May. May. Like, you'd, you'd have to adjust the placements a little bit, but in terms of like a beginning of the year, January to December. Or call it Spring Slam. Call it. Yeah, give, it give it a different name. Yeah. Survivor Series, <laughs> SummerSlam, yeah, or whatever the new name is, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, new season for Raw and SmackDown starts with a new year. Yeah. I think okay. that would work chrono- from a better chronological standpoint. Mm hmm. And also keep WWE away from like essentially all the other major sports timelines. Like it would miss playoff baseball for the most part. Yeah. It would miss playoff basketball and hockey for the most part. Um, competing against the NFL playoffs is unavoidable, but you would only be competing against the beginning part of the NFL playoffs, not championship rounds or Super Bowl. What about you, Eddie? What's your answer? Put on the line. I actually do agree with the WrestleMania at the end of the year thing. I don't know. I just feel like WrestleMania seems like a... For me, the significance of something happening, like, I feel like holidays are really significant. And that, to me, would be like, okay, holidays are coming up. This is the biggest pay-per-view possible. It makes sense to put it around that time. Also, for the holidays thing, makes a good Christmas present. Thinking, marketing... It makes sense. However, having the Royal Rumble like kind of eight months spread out, if we're thinking about the money in the bank deal to replace it, I agree. If we're thinking about, hey, it's the Royal Rumble, we're still having the Royal Rumble, that's a really long time. Well, in, uh, in, in my lineup, Royal Rumble is taking place when Survivor Series takes place. Like, okay. You would still have that distance okay. between Survi- where Survivor That'll Series like is August. right now. Like August to December is your yeah. Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. Yeah, that's okay. your road to okay. still January that's to April. Just push back. Yeah. What about you, Eddie? What are you? What are you? What is mm. one, two, three, and four chronologically? Okay, one. I mean, I, I guess you'd have to put Survivor Series at one then, if we're going to be honest, because having WrestleMania and then SummerSlam back to back that just seems a little weird to me. Yeah, it's also like a, as we've said throughout yeah. this conversation, kind of what hurts. SummerSlam. Definitely. And then, so yeah, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Rumble, Mania. And then having Mania at the very end makes the most sense marketing-wise if you're going to be smart about it. Dana. (laughs) Um, Do you have your answer? Yeah. You go ahead, because I'm still thinking. And I kind of alluded to it earlier, but the if SummerSlam wasn't called SummerSlam... I mean, would. We call it fall brawl. Yeah, something like from that. WCW. But it would just be. I would. I don't. I understand the point of having WrestleMania at the end of the year, making it the culmination of the year, and then starting over. Uh, but I'm so accustomed to it at this point that I don't necessarily care about the placement of the year, um, or where it's at in the year for WrestleMania. 
So my only flip-flop would be SummerSlam and Survivor Series to give a longer storyline threshold from WrestleMania to SummerSlam as the number one and number two pay-per-view of the year. You'd be uh, That makes sense in the fact that you're splitting your year into two halves, these six months and these six months. Because you can't... You can't have Royal Rumble past WrestleMania unless you want a whole year Royal Rumble winner, which again, Money in the Bank kind of tops that. But you have, but those are the only two interchangeable ones to me. But it's just because, again, SummerSlam has fallen flat due to the time frame of storyline telling that has been in recent years. Again, it might change with the company change with Endeavor, and it might change now that Triple H is now in control. We will not find out until after WrestleMania 40. But as of right now, that is why I would switch those two. So I think I've landed on one. I'm going to start my year with Survivor Series. But I'm starting my year with Survivor Series because I want... I want the five on... I want the traditional match, like the five on five traditional match. I want that to set the tone... For the year, because that involves 10 people or more if you have like managers involved, right? So the fallout of that could bleed over into the main event picture, the mid card, like however you put it together. You start with Survivor Series and that trickles out, right? That trickles throughout the year. But my second pay-per-view, my my spring pay-per-view, my April pay-per-view, if you will, is actually going to be Royal Rumble. And the reason why is because I think that if you if you let the wrestler boast about the Rumble correctly, you could get a good 6 months out of I'm the Rumble winner at the end of the year cuz I'm going to put WrestleMania at the end. And I'm going to put SummerSlam where Survivor Series was. You could get a good six to eight months out of I'm the Rumble winner. I'm the main event no matter what. It's you got you because like as a heel, right? If I'm if I win the Rumble in April and I know I'm in the main event of WrestleMania in December or November, whenever that is. I'm going to go around and I'm going to be like, you guys are fighting for the opportunity to wrestle me. I'm going to pre-champion myself and I'm going to be like, no, I'm the main event of WrestleMania. You guys are fighting for the number one contender of the main event of WrestleMania. I'm already in. You know what I mean? I'm milking that for a while. Or if you're the face, you could do weird. You could do things like defend it. Like you could defend your place. The main event of WrestleMania. If you want to be the baby face who never backs down from a champion. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would do Survivor Series first. Someone from that Survivor Series match, not every year because you don't want to be predictable, but the first year I'm booking it, right? Whoever is that sole survivor is probably going to be in my last two in the Rumble at the Rumble. Because then you get to start talking about like, oh, he had a really good Survivor Series. Can he also have a really good Rumble? And you either make him win or lose depending on the year or whatever. And then you go through... SummerSlam, but it's in the fall, so I'll probably call it fall, but I'll steal that from WCW. Like you have that seasonal pay per view or whatever, and then carry that through to WrestleMania at the end of the year where you had everyone fighting for the opportunity to fight for you. Because in reality, while everyone does want to fight for a title, it is almost equal to main event WrestleMania. In fact, fewer people have main evented WrestleMania that have won the WWE title. It's actually harder to attain that than it is the WWE Championship, statistically speaking. So I would space out the Rumble and Mania more from a storyline perspective. Does that make sense? No, it makes rambly. sense. It's a little rambly, but I would I would do Survivor Series. Then I would do Rumble. Rumble. Then I would do SummerSlam or Fall Brawl, whatever we're going to name it. Because I do like the idea of having a seasonal pay-per-view about like whatever time of year it is. And then WrestleMania to end the year. And then you just cycle it back. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's how I would do it because you could utilize because basically picture any rumble run, like picture Cody's rumble run from from late January to April. Imagine if he got another three months, milk that as a baby face. You know what I mean? He could literally do all the stuff he's doing right now with Jay yeah. in that interim. Well, and you think exactly. about the post-mania end of Survivor Series for the new winner, you know. Exactly. Like, like it's it would probably be, it would be easier to set up your year of main events and mid cards by starting with a Survivor Series match, especially if a lot of the people involved in that are on a fallout from Mania, because you could have people elevate or fall based off of the results of WrestleMania through Survivor Series. I like it. Not better than my idea. But I Not like better it. than my idea either. I know, because we had the same idea. Yeah. Let me know in the comments. What is your opinion? Let us know what your order of pay-per-views for... Also, and let us know which one, that, which one of the big four that you would strike from the annals of history forever. Also, let us know your favorite Dominic Mysterio match in the comments. Sorry, I haven't gotten For that. For our loyal <laughs> listeners of the Two Heavy Wrestling Podcast, I need you all to psychologically compartmentalize Dominic Mysterio and Nia Jax. They exist in the Two Heavy verse. It's undesirables, no matter what anybody says on Yo, this podcast. Imagine how many treats Dami would get in our universe, though. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead if and... you're still here by now, give me a hell yeah in the comments. I can't wait for the comments. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, thank you guys for, for joining. And as always, we will see you soon. Take care.